to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Hello, everybody. Hey, what's up out there, listeners? How you doing? Hey, I gotta stop right here. Before we go any farther, there is a severity at cause here. There is something that needs to be said. No, it needs to be heard by everybody. Yep. It's so important. It's so foundational. It's so extraordinary, life-changing, moving, that it just needs to be much not... We're, it's extra, extra... Happy. Listen all it, about it. It's happening right now. You hear that shit? This is life, motherfuckers. Crank the shit.
love this part of the song. <laughs> this is where Metallica bridges the gap from other metal bands. Yeah. Their composition. Yeah. They develop it. Yeah. At times they have some zappy. They got some zeppelin in Yeah. It's huge influence. At times, I'd say, for sure. Such good. Dude, it's just so good. This is the first solo I ever learned how to play. This part right here on guitar. this riff too. Yeah. 
I'm sweating. Just rocking out so hard to this right now. Visualizing. <laughs> gosh wow <laughs> well everybody officially welcome to a journey through time and stuff this is episode 13 the unlucky lucky number and we were <laughs> featuring the arguably the best motherfucking metal band of all time my favorite metal band of all time dude metallica yeah. they they're they're here it's actually surprising it took us this long to get to. This is the fucking perfect episode for it. Yeah, thirteen man. It's the it's. I don't know. They're they are such a monumentally influential band to everybody I know. <laughs> I, yeah. I I mean, really, everybody. I don't know anybody really who isn't like. Metallica's fucking cool. Like, I, they could even hate their music and go, mm. oh, yeah, but they made, they changed shit. Oh, yeah, man. I just. They really. It's what got me started on wanting to play music. I had listened to a lot of music before, but Metallica made me want to play it. Yeah. For for me, it was They're that. known for, like, kind of like a raw, I'd say, like. Maybe thrashy is a little bit overboard, but no, like, they're thrash. Yeah, like it, well, they it's started thrash. Fucking, yeah, man, in San Francisco. Yeah, dude, <laughs> for real. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I love Metallica. Ah, oh, man, you've actually like, you know, instilled that in me too. You just like, you know, you're like, I'm unbridled. This, this bro, it's so, so good. So yeah, I would have loved it anyway, and I did love it. You know. Oh, I know. I, yeah, but but there's like so. like I I don't know. There's there's liking Metallica and like yeah, man, Inner Sandman, Sad but True. Like you know those two <laughs> staple songs. Yeah. Nothing else matters. Yeah, I, everybody loves those. But if you have the people like mm. I don't know, going back and hearing the early days, Ride the Lightning, Kill 'Em All. I mean, eh, Kill 'Em All for me, it was definitely a start, but. Right from Ride the Lightning is when they made the huge jump. And yeah. then this was, so Master Puppets is the album we're playing. This is their third album. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out with this in 86, March of 86, I think. Right. April of 86, something like that. Um, same year I was fucking born. It's 30 years old this year. In 2016, it was 30. Mm. Dude, that's, that's crazy to me. Yeah. I remember when the Black album came out, 91. I remember that. I was five. I remember people, the Black Album. It's like the Beatles' White Album, but it's Metallica and the Black Album. I, re- I remember that being like this thing that was buzzing around when I was like five, six years old, early <laughs> 90s. 
my brother was Rust Guthrie was a huge Metallica fan. You know, he was nine years older than me, and they visited in the summer times when I was a little kid. So that's where I that's where I found out. And then I was seven. It was ninety three. No, maybe I was a little older. Maybe it was like ninety four. It was before Reload. So Reload was their ne- or Load was their next album after Black Album. And that came out in mm-hmm. 96. And it was before Load. And I me and Rusty and my mom went on a vacation to down down here visit my grandparents um and then visit my uncle Steve and my cousin and Matt and Katrina and you know um in Tigard right here. Well, they lived in Sherwood at the time. Um, which is still right, right down the fucking road. Yeah, from us really. Now, which is funny, but we so we went on vacation to come visit them, and I remember we were staying at my cousin's house, mm-hmm. and Matt is older than me, obviously, um, and had and I remember like sitting standing in his room, and it was like, all right, guys, it's almost bedtime, and I'm staring at this rack of cassette tapes, and he has like. Motorhead and Anthrax and and like like nice. I mean Megadeth, Metallica, cool. ACDC, um, Rolling Stone. Like you know he had all these cool fucking tapes and I remember like oh like I want to listen to one of your. Ta-. I remember like I wanted to listen to one of his fucking tapes. He was so he was my older cousin. He was so cool. Um, and like and he was like oh I don't know if mom would let me. Mom's like I looked at him I'm like mom. I listen to tapes all the time at home. Can I please listen to one of his tapes? And she looks at him. She's like, okay. And what do you want to hear? And I was like, Metallica. And he put on this album on cassette tape. And I was like, I don't know, seven, eight years old. And I just remember fucking Matt. Dun, 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. And that's always like that fucking riff has stuck with me so long that when I started learning to play guitar, they made me want to play guitar. And so I started playing guitar and then I wanted to learn master puppets. And I remember like, nope. So I started, you know, nothing else matters. Boom, 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 And learning. And doing the whole lockdown and then Unforgiven and learning all like those songs. Oh, yeah. Just going through the Metallica chain. And then I actually, and then I remember being able to like, the very first time that I could pl- have my guitar and I played other than the, like the hard part of the solo on master puppets uh-huh. during like the heavy part, but I could do all of the song and all the leads and everything of, other than like some of the really fast triplet shit on the mm-hmm. Kirk's main solo. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I was like, probably, I don't know, 19, 20, Right around that range. No, it was after I moved back. I so I might have been like 21, 22. The, when I f- really got into like really trying to get better at playing guitar, electric guitar. Yeah. And um, the first time I played Master Puppets all the way through. And I was like, and not fuck, like actually making it sound pretty you fucking made it, decent. You mastered Master of Puppets. I don't know, man. Ah, oh, Metallica. I've been going on. Metallica is so no, they're fucking good. They're a huge influence on you, dude. I'm and the like, biggest. And like you already know this. I know I've beaten it like a fucking dead horse, but oh. these people don't know. I, me and Rusty and Beth are going to fucking see Metallica. Yeah. So That's they're go, so they're going on their World Heart Worldwide tour. 
their wired hardwired world hardwired tour they're for their newest album which i have and we will be playing in a in a while we'll we'll feature that maybe right before i go up and see them we'll play their newest album feature a couple songs off of it or something i don't know we'll do something <laughs> it's fucking good um <laughs> it is good. it is good but yeah dude they're going on a fucking Damn. tour and they're coming to shit we got it on fucking roll. final yeah we got it on i know i don't know man no, it's gonna be fun happen. i'm fucking stoked to he- see him see him live oh, finally i'm so excited for you like i've i'm excited so i if, know you're gonna love it you know that you know the you know the whole thing like if you had a time machine and you could go back to anything to see anything, what would you go see? Like, if you go back Good to any question. event, if you could go back to any event in history, what would you go see? And I've narrowed mine down to three things, and because because like there's so many fucking events, right? I've I've narrowed my my events down to three things that I would want to see happen, and I would use my time machine to go see. Do you want to know what they are? <laughs> this is something I haven't even thought about. Really? Okay, how about really this? Really thought about, but go for it. Well, if you want time, maybe we can come back to it. Oh, no, it's fine. Okay. Go for it. Go okay. for it. So my, th- my top three things that I would go back in time to see. N- number one. Well, okay, I'm going to start from three, I guess. Number three. Watch the Great Pyramids be built. Nice. I want to know how. Right. I want to fucking know how. Right. I want to go back in time, use that time machine to go back and go, okay, this is how they're building this fucking pyramid. Oh, look. <laughs> they're doing it. Oh, they're hauling bricks. They're actually manpower. Oh, aliens. Oh, look. They had fucking cranes. Like, good, good, what, you know, right. whatever it was. Huge fucking no one knows. Oh, this is how they cut them. Oh, oh, they, 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 they actually had giant fucking radius saws. Radial saws. Oh, they were using fucking lasers. Oh, wow. They had fucking rope and they sat there for hundreds, years and years and years and years just and just using rope to fucking eat away. It was like, who knows how they cut some of those fucking stones, but they made them so perfect and they're not chiseled. We we can't find chisel marks. So that's that's number three. I'd want to see how the pyramids were built. It answers so many fucking questions. That's a good one. Number two. I would want to go and see um, fucking Isaac Newton develop physics and, <laughs> and, right. and, and watch that crazy, okay. weird, reclusive, super like alchemy fucking guy who for all intents and purposes was pretty sporadic dude invent the math that makes our cell phones possible. In the 1400s. Because you realized gravity from an apple falling from a tree. I want to meet that motherfucker. So that's number two. That'd be pretty fucking great. He's probably the most brilliant mind that's ever lived in our time. Yeah. Better than Stephen Hawking. Really. That's a statement too. That's quite a statement. Stephen Hawking has done some amazing works in physics. Uh Uh-huh. But he already had physics to start with. Yeah. True. Isaac Newton invented physics. The reason we can calculate how planets move in our solar system is because of Isaac Newton. 
and Newtonian physics, gravitational physics. Yeah, we 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 wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to figure out how planets interact with each other. Why we have why we're caught in a field around the sun? How the sun affects us? How the moon affects? Like why our why our tides happen? Mm. All of that. Yeah, would well be, down to a specific like science right aspect of actual yeah numbers. of course of course yeah because like no of of course it, it, it expounds had, it expounds yeah. from there and they were able to fi- figure out models and they were able to ca- they were able to figure the stuff out and go okay this stuff happens before mm-hmm. newton but newton went oh here's the numbers that prove why yeah and he also was like, oh, and also with these numbers, you can take something you don't know what they are, apply this to that, and figure out the numbers for that. He created the models that right. allow us to f- take stuff that we don't understand, apply his model to it, and we understand it. Right. Like, so that no. that's it. That's number two. He was the first one to actually, like, take planetary, like, weights and gravitational pulls and not just like have some sort of off balance or some sort of indifference he knew yeah. how you know things he, interacted he, so he's like oh they have an equilibrium a, a center of gravity mm. he, he was the first one to get that concept right without needing any unexplainable things yeah <laughs> right right you know it just had to make sense yeah. For what was actually there happening instead. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Number one. You want to hear what my number one is? What? <laughs> my number one. number one? I would want to go back to 1991 and watch Metallica live in concert in Russia. In 1991, at the beginning of their Black Album tour, when they played in front of over a million people. A million people, dude. In front of their stage, in the height of their career. Mm-hmm. When they were true alcoholica. And just yeah. fucking tr- beat, beating and thrashing. Yeah, that's what I but I would want to go on my time machine and go to there and be on the stage. I would want to be on the stage from of them with them. They wouldn't see me. They wouldn't know. I would want to like it would be the same show they played, but I would just want to be there like the little fly on the fucking wall, dude, and watch them at the height of their career thrashing and then look out at a sea of a million people. This is a thing. Check it out. <sighs> Ghost of Gigamist Past. Ghost. The Ghost of Gigamist. The Ghost of Gigamist Past, dude. That's your number one. You want to go and explore yeah. your favorite show that's ever, you know, really I mean, influenced that you got to see kind of in its own way or I, the effects of the ripples. You know what I mean? Yeah. You dude. hear these things. That brought Russia together. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> At the end of the fucking Cold War, Metallica's like, fuck it. <laughs> We're crazy. Right. We play anywhere and everywhere all the time. Doesn't fucking matter. Be on the road for three years straight. That's awesome. <laughs> That's what music does. That is what music does. That's what f- That's what it's all about. 
damn, it'd be so, I don't know, it'd be epic to just, could you, I don't know, yeah, live man. that or have the opportunity to no bring one, people together. And no have one that will voice. ever see it again. No one. No. No one. There's not no. another band that I, there's no one will come together like that for any band ever again. Think about all the big bands. It had never happened before. Yeah. They've no one there's hasn't been a bigger crowd for a band ever than that show from Metallica in Russia. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest show ever. I don't know. It I mean there's yeah. over no there dude, there's never been more than a million people gathered for anything. Maybe there has. Maybe no, that's full I of think shit. So. Okay, but what? <sighs> right. Million is a lot of motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. But for like like I can't think of any events off the top of my head that like that isn't like war. I think a million people showed up to a war. I think back in the day, maybe not as well many people. Dude, okay, okay, get. okay. Now no, I I do no, know yeah. I do know. That fucking Genghis Khan and the fucking Mongolians killed a million and a half people. There, Dan Carlin, I was listening to Hardcore History by Dan Carlin, and he did an episode on the Khans. And there, when, when Genghis Khan and the Mongolians were at the height of their empire, and they were spreading west across the Asias and, and into Europe and South and Asia, and like they, the, the Mongolians are what killed Iraq. They came in and they burnt everything. I, Iraq was at a height, the scientific height of their empire back in the 1200s and 1100s. They were so advanced. They were the leading, like the Iraqs and the India and that, that area. They were so advanced in their sciences and math and everything like that. And the Mongolians came through and fucking wiped everyone out and burnt every fucking thing to the ground. They killed... So many people that ge- geographically in the rock sediment, we can go back to to carbon, the carbon levels in the atmosphere in the 1100s and 1200s. And from the time that they were b- just beginning to the height of the Mongolian Empire, we can notice a difference in the carbon footprint on the planet because they extinguished so many people, dude. The Mongolians killed so many people that it changed the carbon levels on the planet in the in the air. Millions. Oh, wow. So, it's kind of so crazy to that, think about how many times that like huge amounts of people that have just been like leveled <laughs> through disease, through battling, through all that time. And now in this day and age, how many years we've really been at it and now... We're finally coming to the point where, like, oh, shit, there's too many people. People are having too many fucking babies. And you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, what's the next big thing? Right. You know, what's going to level right. us? There's are, plenty to level. Well, I mean, as bad oh, or as dude, horrible as that fucking easy. sounds. It's going to be easy to kill everybody, dude. We're weak. It, well, dude. We're no. not as hardy as we were a they thousand fattened years up ago. the pigs, in my opinion. Kind I, of, no, I agree. And, and, like, not to be... And I I completely get what you mean, and I'm, we're not you're not saying pigs as a derogatory term. No, that's a euphemism for like it's the populace, and now we're all fat. Well, like, in a sense, we're, but we've then been again, we've been made was, weak. We've been just uh-huh, like uh-huh. like made for the picking, like softened up for the plucking. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Have, that, yeah. That was a term in that, but also like 
on a deeper statement, like like pigs, like okay, well, more or less that per, uh, us being the uh, the fucking we're being preyed upon. You're right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like more or less the government's thoughts of like, that's okay. what they want to do to us. Right. I think there's a but, little bit of but that. Maybe not. I don't know. Who knows? It's, it's kind like, of an overall like gentrification of the masses type of idea. A little bit. It's, I don't know. I don't want to play or try to talk about like, yeah. Theories <laughs> or weird. You know what I mean? Like that's the, of that's, course. that's rough. That's a, terrible playground to get in if you're gonna well well we would have to devote an entire show to just that to cover every base and 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 it would require so much more actual research because you can't just you can't statements about you know right you can you can say certain events have been happening recently that it could maybe i don't know correlation we can find a lot of yeah. correlating things, but correlation isn't always causation. And right. as long as we stick to that, we're going to be pretty safe. And we, right. you know, when when there's allegedly's, we have to just say allegedly. Mm. And but anyways, I a yeah. question. I want to get back to because I I really don't want to jump off topic from what we were on earlier. Um, time machine. If just off the top of your head, could you think of three things that you would like to go back and see in a time machine? I know there might they might change because you, like oh, you said obviously. you haven't had well, time no, to think about it. No, I haven't even thought about it. But if I had to go right off the top of my head, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, this would be fun. And I, no, and I'm gonna think about actually like just in the last 24 hours, the biggest things that actually like okay could have changed really to make the like better, to make life better for everybody. Um, yeah. I know, right? Man, only three things. But just, then again, three things? It's not, yeah, it's not just one. I don't know. It wouldn't be anything with bands, really. <coughs> I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I've never really thought about it, man. Because, like, I have lots, like... I'd like to see, I don't know, I have so many that I would like, things that I would like to go back well, and witness. It's all things like in the last couple of years, you know what I mean? There's not really any like huge historical event that I was like, man, you know, I learned it from the side standpoint of like wishing that I could do things now for okay. that. But then gotcha. again, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I need to be right up in... Well, I don't know. I guess life experiences I would love to have, man. I would have loved to have seen, like... Wouldn't you, like... Would, would you even want to, like... Want, like, my fourth would be go back and see the dinosaurs. Well, yeah, there's... You the, know what I mean? like big stuff. I would go, I would, I would go back questions. in time and be like, oh, shit, they are that big. Mm. Like, wrap your head around that. I don't know, like, you know, those kind of things, like, what were the Mayans really, what the fuck is Stonehenge? Dude, I want to go and fucking, I want to actually go see the Mayan ruins. And now? Yeah. Actually, okay, so, probably my, I don't know, I can't even say number one, but I'd, because I'd really take a lot of thought to go to a number one. <laughs> of course. But I'd say top five. 
would definitely sing what happened to Atlantis. <gasps> Atlantis dot yeah. dot dot. Was there one? At all, like or you just have what to... was really Atlantis, and was there other names for it? Right, or what? you gotcha. know what I mean? Because that's that's really good. I don't know. I find yeah. I find all that shit so fascinating. Like it might be silly, and like I said about the theories earlier, I feel all this coincides because <laughs> a lot of like who I am wants to believe in all these things that really like. You know, there's just there's stories like I love stories and I love dude. I love you know, conspiracy theories. I do, too. I and love like putting on the have, hat, but it's a hat. It is and a like, hat. And, it, and you and have it, to look it, at it from but all the a, angles of it being a fake thing. But, <laughs> a hat, but it's a hat that you put on. And then when you take it off, you put it in a box and you put a chain around it and you fucking lock it. Right. And you only take it out on special occasions. And it's so, yeah, it's so funny because anytime that I like, I want to bring this, some of this stuff up because. No, we can. We can. We just have to let the audience, like, like I (laughs) want to delve. I I don't want you to think that like, we we don't believe, like we will, I, I don't know. I think we're pretty good at making it clear. I don't want, okay. And I know that, I know we're not a big deal. Or We're like, not a big deal. But if anybody was to listen to this and critique us, I don't want some fake ass fucking news place or plum publicizer just to be like, you know, uh, time and stuff believes in aliens or time. Yeah. And stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want things are raptures coming. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. Don't twist our words, man. Oh, my gosh. I should fucking. Yeah, dude. I have so much. I've I have theories about. You know, like weird things on I would, religious aspects of like what they believe, and like, well, what would happen if if this happened, or like if, if, <laughs> if this thing is, yeah, no, see, I do too, and I have all of the. I would love to delve into those stuff. Like, I want to, <laughs> you know, that's the stuff. Th- that that's what like these are the big questions about life that I wonder. <laughs> I know other people wonder them too. They have concerns. And they sit on either side of the fence of most of the topics we probably are going to talk about. Um, no, man, I agree too. And like we said, we just have to stay super skeptical mm, and and keep an open mind and look at and analyze both sides and and like you know try try to stay outside of a, a bias that we may hold because I know I'm biased one way. Definitely, but everyone has their own. Ev- of course, everyone you know, has their I bias. I really think so. But I like, even though I'm biased, like all my, I believe for me, yes, I have a bias in my beliefs, sure. But all that bias does is make when I'm when when I'm forced to change my beliefs because the facts just tell me to. Mm-hmm. It just makes it hurt more because <laughs> my bias oh. was wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? Like all it's gonna do is like, oh, I've. I put all of my weight into the holding this bias and kind of like prejudging things this way. Turns out I was wrong. Oh, that hurts way more than if I would have not been biased and kept an open mind Then I would have just been changing my opinion. Right. And after a certain amount of time, yeah. it's just kind of like, man. So, you know, trying to hold as least amount of biases as possible. That's important. Yeah. It is important. Man, dude, we just went all over the place. We did, and we that was do. good. And we just talked. I mean, it's it's good. So here, let's how about this? Let's play our second song, 
and then um from there we'll, we'll just... yeah we i i have a topic but i think i want to kind of hit that maybe after song three to wrap it up um okay. but we got a couple things like i had an eventful day today you had an eventful night talking you know so oh yeah we'll so let's fucking too. we'll hit that up after this song okay we'll talk about our days after this metallica coming up to you after this needle drop brought to you by a I just barely caught a trailer on the end of that song. I was close, guys, but it wasn't. It was close. Anyways, enjoy this tune. This this is this song. This song always makes me get goosebumps every time. It will not disappoint. This is actually. Craftsmanship. It's craftsmanship. Turn this shit up, motherfuckers.
Motherfuckers. Dude, every time is so good. Metallica brings it hard every time. Yeah. Metallica. <laughs> so there's a joke yeah. that me and Rusty used to say. Then I don't know where it came from. We probably didn't invent it, but it 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 it, it, <laughs> it, it ended up coming around this thing. And and back in the day when they were trying to name Metallica, James had you know they were all sitting around and they're trying to come up with the name. And James Hetfield was probably like, "What about what? What if we name it Metallica?" Because he always does a metallic, like, but, so he wanted to name metallic, but what if we name metallic, like metallic, you know what I mean? Because he always, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like he always just Uh, has that, like, always, it's not bad. 
And so we just kind of made it like our little joke uh, that, that, yeah. that, 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 and they're like, Metallica, that's pretty good. And he's like, no, but I mean, Metallica. and they're like, no, 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 that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was a joke. It might, it was a really dumb, like I said, it was a really dumb joke and we probably didn't even come up with it, but me and Russ used to talk about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with, you know, older, ju- dumb, silly jokes, man. Yeah. God, I'm, man. I don't dumb do older a, silly jokes are awesome. I, I don't do a good enough job actually interpreting my dumb silly jokes, so people just think they just think I'm dumb sometimes. And I was like, whatever. You just don't get my jokes. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of jokes, I had a funny, fucking, <laughs> interesting time tonight. Interesting time tonight. Yeah. So I, I'm sitting there. I go to work today. Me. So so you know it's a Saturday. I usually don't work Saturdays. Today I had to work. It was a light day, not much, pretty easy. But that's okay. So I go into work, blah blah blah. I'm working. Come home for lunch, and I'm sitting here on lunch. And I had already texted Elias this morning, and been like, hey, um, you know, I know Sarah's in town. Blah 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 blah. Do you guys want to like I'll do brunch tomorrow, being Sunday? Do you guys like I want I'll go do brunch? And um, he's like, yeah, sure. I was like, all right, man. So like, what time do you want to meet? And then he never messaged me back. And I was like, huh, okay. So I'm sitting here at lunch at home and boom, all of a sudden my phone starts beeping at me. Look at it. FaceTime from Elias. I was like, oh, hey, cool. He probably like wants to talk to me about, oh, you know, how, like where we want to go get brunch tomorrow. And he goes, hey, man. And he was being like, (laughs) kind of like distant, like, Hey man, uh, yeah. Like, how you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, hey, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> we we have this. Okay, so we're working on the van, and like we saw, we knew that the caliper was like leaking brake fluid. Um, so you know, I knew like I could do some brakes and stuff. So I like started taking it apart and I pulled everything off. And we ran into something weird, and so I was wondering, could you? Is this normal? And so, like, he flips the video around and shows. And I I posted this earlier tonight, everybody, so you can look at it. By the way, it's on my nice. Facebook wall. Um, he shows me a pic of a like video of his brake rotor, and the inside. I showed you the picture of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Like he goes, is this normal for your rotor to look like this? And the whole like, there was almost no metal on the inside of the the inside face of the rotor, brake rotor. It was just, it was eaten almost all the way in. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I, I that's really hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> like, that's really fucking that's hard really to do. Really hard to do. Okay. And so I was like, um, that's no, dude, that's that's good. He goes, well, like, so we maybe just need a new rotor. Well, they have an Econoline van, so the rotors are hubs as well, and so uh, they have bearings uh, in them because it's two wheel drive. So you have to, when you're changing the rotors, you have to pack the new bearings and set the preload and everything. And they're like, what's preload? And, they didn't have torque wrenches or anything like that. So uh, uh. I, I went and rescued the noise boys today. Good. Yeah, man. It, it, and you know what? Like, 
it the, he wasn't even calling to ask for my help. Yeah, that was the thing. And like he wasn't calling to ask for my help. He was calling to see if there yeah. was it was if it was fucked up. He just wanted my opinion. Right. And as soon as right. I saw what they were into, I couldn't let him just try and tackle it alone, dude. Because <laughs> right. they would only cause themselves more problems down the road. Yeah. So you, you know, needed a specialist. So luckily, I work at a place that sells parts. Uh-huh. So I got them some parts because we had it all in stock. And, nice. And, um, yep, so I got them all their parts. And then Elias came over, uh, met me at my work. And then um, we had to shuttle my car home real quick. But, you know, I came to my work and I just pressed the races into his new rotors and got everything ready, packed his bearings with all my grease at work and Got everything pretty much staged to just go on because he said he already pulled off all the brakes and everything. Damn, dude. Yeah, yeah. Hell he did yeah. it all. He got. I mean, he 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 knows his way around mechanics a bit. Yeah, like he, he doesn't. Does he well. he doesn't know how shit works. Yeah, he doesn't well, know how it works, but he can look at it, put it, take it apart, and put it back together like he took it apart. True, that's. He he understands that's that. Good and <laughs> and he yeah. understands like concepts like. Fluid dynamics, pressure, uh-huh. like mechanics, folk. Like he understands mechanical, like actual movement concepts very well. So all you have to do is explain to and like you the same way. Yeah. You may not know yeah. a lot about cars, but all you have to do is like get explained to it one time, like the concept of how this part works. And then you understand. And then all you're right. like, oh, that's how it works. And even if you're not looking at it, you can visualize it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's the same way. So. Definitely. You know, just like, like he already knew, like he put on his gloves, he'd help me pack bearings before. So he like, he put on gloves at my shop and Sarah was with him just tootling around <laughs> and she's like, That's what so are you? Cool. She's like, I want to see her too, man. Well, come she... to, come to brunch with us in the morning. Fuck. What time? Oh, you work at like seven, huh? What time do you work till? <sighs> I'm off at fucking three. Oh man. It's yeah. what time's brunch? Like 10 a.m. This is garbage. Life I sucks. Fucking, I, how'd you get We're broke at. into a We're Sunday? At. City state. I'm going to train someone. Hey, if they don't show up to work, I'm going to fucking bail. Because <laughs> it's I, Dude, I told them straight off the bat. I said, hey, we're working potatoes. I was like, get lift 50-pound sacks. Wake up, eat your fucking Wheaties, dude. I straight up told him, new dude, <laughs> new dude. You're going to outwork him, too, because you've been lifting 50-pound sacks for fucking months. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I'm a destroyer. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, we've been, you've been training for this, literally. <laughs> literally, yeah. you've been training for this day. No, I, lo- training I day. love potato day. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> I do. I'm like, do you, So yeah. do you make sure that you get equal arms? Equal. Oh, do, you, do you make sure you lift equal each side? So what happens is, so every, there's like three different types of potato sacks, or actually Ooh. four, I think. So you get like the heavy ones, you get like five pound bags and you get 10 bags or 10. Yeah. Different bags, five pounds, right. 50 pounds. And then you get eight pound bags and then you get like fucking six of those. 
So you get fucking 48 pounds. Oh, yeah. And then you get fucking uh, 20 pound bags and you get three of those. 60 pounds. So you get 60 pound bags. And then, you know what I mean? Ooh, so, so you get like a few variety of weights. Right. So, and actually like there's, and then I get five 10 pound bags. It's another 50 pound bag. So there's two different sizes there. They're just, gotcha. you know, inverses, different size bags each is, you know, and it's, I don't know. It's, it is fun. Potato bag day is fun. <laughs> long, long story short. But uh, I sell a lot of 10 pound sacks. So, because it's only actually a buck. Oh, look it. Look it. Nice. Okay. We so, caught the first one. <laughs> oh. oh. So, that was the lava lamp. Yeah. And it just, it, it splooged out of the middle. The middle finally broke free. The heated a hot spot. middle core. Because, again, we forgot to turn on the thing until right when we were starting the podcast. So, <laughs> it's taken us. We okay. We've been running for 52 minutes and 55 seconds, 56, 57. Shit. We're in a good atmosphere. Yeah. It was, it was warm in the room. It was warm in the room. It was feeling pretty good. But, yeah. So, we had to wait till now to even see any action but now we got this little turd hanging off the top um and then this little brilliant. tiny like disformed it looks like someone bit a really nice nipple <laughs> like so that that what oh like see that that thing okay, right there okay. that would have been a really nice nipple but someone bit it and it's just <sighs> misformed now see like okay do you so, not see it well our initial you said it was a little turd so what the it, one on the top yeah hanging down. I, I know but like what, where I was going, oh, was like, gosh, it, yeah. it excreted. Oh, like, God. so what that it came from, turn. what uh, it came from was a buttocks, you know? Yes. So, I, you know, you're so right. But so it left like this little, like out little pooch. Uh-huh. And so what I would say is like, man, they had a heavy day of lifting and they might have tore something <laughs> and their intestines are a little bit outside of themselves right now. Yeah. You know, we yeah. don't need to go into detail. You're right. But they need to probably get a cream or they need to have surgery. Yep. <sighs> um, That's what happens when you live We just much. went on a fucking extravagance. <laughs> so again. so how do you get to potatoes from me talking about working on their van? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So back, okay. back to working on their van. So, like, I went out there to help them. Mm. They were greasing up everything. Oh, because we went to breakfast. Okay, uh, I remember the whole transition now. It fucking clicked in my brain all of a sudden. <laughs> Sarah. Okay, so Sarah's like, why are you putting on gloves? Because like, we're going to grease the bearings. And he's, so he just starts packing bearings. And mm. she's, ew, that looks so gross. It was, it was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> and then we got, yeah, loaded everything up, went out there. Um like he said, everything was apart on the front end. I just had to fucking grab a couple rags, clean the spindles, all the old grease off of them, um, which there wasn't a lot of grease left in those hubs anyway. But that <laughs> dried dry out. Yeah, man. Um, but That's dude, cool. they so they they got they got the van with seventy thousand miles on it in Alaska. Check this out. They got the van on it with seventy thousand miles in Alaska. It had a hundred and a hundred and fifty six thousand miles on it now. Damn. So that's eighty six thousand miles. Holy shit. And they didn't he never changed the brakes. So so they drove it eighty six thousand miles from when they bought it. 
<laughs> That's awesome. And they never just they never changed the brakes. They never so the, so dude all the other pads, parts. Brake pads last like fifty thousand miles, sixty thousand miles. Yeah. Is the normal for brake pads. They have a big van, they load it full of shit and they drive it hard. Yeah. They went 80 fucking thousand miles on brake pads. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> In their own way. Dude, that's just like that they just they went they went hard, man. They went all out. Right. Yep. And the, I was there there. So I got everything together. I'm like doing it, bleeding the brakes and like Elias is like helping, you know, he's, he's doing stuff as much as he like, not, not, I don't want to say like as much as he can, like he couldn't do anything. Like I just, it's kind of a one person job, yeah. but the stuff that I needed help for, he was like, you know, he was exactly. on it and like grabbing tools and, and, well, doing that and he knew enough that like he was kind of had a little bit of precognition happening, like understanding like what I was going to be. My next step was going to be without me having to verbalize yeah. it. So like he was getting stuff prepped for me. What yeah. I would need next. Like He's, he watched me yeah. getting the, the rotor tight and everything on there. And after I set the preload and getting the dust cap back on everything else. So like he was getting the caliper out of the box already. And like, you know, then when I was getting the caliper stage and the caliper bracket on, he was getting the pads out of the box. And like, you know, he was, he had that on lock. Getting that done, um, but Nathan, nice. Nathan and Luke, like bless their bless their little fucking hearts, man. <laughs> they, they were uh, they were just standing there and like they were for comedical relief. Or they were yeah, man. And like I know, like like <laughs> dude, they awesome. they want they were like there was nothing they could have done, you know, like like yeah. literally it was a one person maybe two person job at one yeah, sometimes, but it, really it was just me doing one person job, making sure it was done right, mm. and. Like, I know they wanted to help, but they just stood outside and started raining a little bit. And they were just like, stand out there, fucking, we're bullshitting together. And, you know, they were making funny jokes and laughing the whole time. Yeah, and commiserating. Like, of course, if it was man. Rainy like, or, like, you know, for it felt a little awkward for a little bit. Of that. Not going to lie. Like, yeah. it felt a little awkward for a little bit. Like, I know I don't know those guys that well. And, like, <laughs> we don't hang out that much. And, like, it's got to be awkward for them to be, like, a lot, like, I mean, just the situation like me and Elias used to be in a band. Now they're in a band, but they're calling the ex-band member of the old guy to fix the van for their new tour. But like, man, you know, like that uh, whole situation is just comedically funny in its own right. That's yeah. a fucking t- that's a that's a Seinfeld episode. Right. Like just, you know, the, the circumstance It's a pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But but, you know, I, I think there was just a little bit of n- weirdness in that respect going on at first. It kind of mellowed off like. Not that it was like weird or anything. Like, yeah, it was a, it was, it was fine the whole time. I could just tell that, like, you know, I, I think I can perceive the atmosphere pretty well and like Definitely. judge the people around. And I don't know. It was good. It was a good time, dude. I helped those guys out and they, they mm. were, and then like, like they ordered me a lift home. So I just put all my stuff in. They gave me beer when I was there. So I had like three. <laughs> Fucking pounded four beers while I'm doing their breaks. Damn. We're out in the rain, fucking <laughs> just chilling in their parking lot, hanging out. Finished the stuff. They ordered me a lift home. I talked to the guy on the ride home. Yeah, man. You know, it was it was no, it was a good thing. And like I felt really good, man. I got to help like they were my friends and I got to help them out. They didn't ask for it. I went out of my way, like 
didn't ask for like I didn't ask for anything in return. Yeah. They wanted to they wanted to give me like I just no guys like right. this is what family's fucking for. Right. Like if we were a small community, this is what we would do all the time. True because, story. Because we yeah, I would man. be the mechanic and then you guys would be this thing and you guys would be this thing and like this is how communities work is we just have right. to give we, we each have a trade, we each have a skill mm-hmm. and we help each other with those skills that right. the other ones don't possess. I love so that, dude. I, w- I love that so much because when you're close like that with people yeah. and you can help, just freaking do it selflessly. That's Don't think, you know, and that's like, so and good. Like, I, yeah, Thank and, you for doing that. That's such a good inspiration. I hope more people do that. <laughs> dude, I just, and I'm not like, I'm not trying to like toot oh, my own horn. I know it could sound oh, like, yeah. oh, but that's, but. that's I'm trying. I, I wasn't always like this, dude. I was a of hellion. Course. I was a piece of shit for a while. So, right. you know, I'm. I agree. I getting was. older in life, trying to rectify those things. There's, there's no way to truly rectify them. That's no. the thing. That's the realization I came to as well. You can't actually go fix them. They've already happened. They're done. You can't mm. fix those, but you can just do more good now than you did before, and always try and do more and more good. So. That's what I'm doing. I think, you know. Just That's noble. Very, very noble. Striving for it. Um, I don't know, man. It felt good. It felt good. And it was <laughs> funny. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, they, They're fun. <laughs> they fucking, they ordered me All the lift them. and a Volkswagen Jetta shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a Jetta. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, of course it's a Jetta. All right. <laughs> Thanks for the ride. <laughs> the guy was cool. Good. He let me pick the fucking music. Good. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, yeah, what kind of music do you like? And I was like, I don't know, man, anything but like, I don't know. How about this? Rock and roll of some kind. And he goes, all right, that's cool. And so he was like pulling on. I was like, is it Bluetooth? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, can I just connect to your system and bluetooth from my phone he goes i don't see why not i was like cool so i fucking hook up to his fucking thing he was driving you know jetta had and it was bluetooth ready it was super easy my phone just like went <laughs> yeah. jetta boom and boom, hooked right up and he goes um, i he, i was starting to scroll and like got on my pandora and looking for my fucking uh put, put on my classic prog feed so oh that was the sound of Jason needing a beer to be opened. Oh Lord. Um so Thank you, sir. Of course, my friend. Um we're drinking Widmer. It's Widmer today. time here. Still Oregon brewed right here in Portland. I love going down to Widmer and uh smelling the fucking happy, happy hops. Dude, they make good food too, man. Yeah, they do it all, man. Their bacon, dude. They had bacon beer the other day, and so we were eating cheesy fries with bacon beer. <sighs> Damn, dude, that's something oh. that I haven't experienced in a while. Oh. Is cheesy fries? But they were like they're they're not like cheesy fries, like yeah, Sal's yeah. Of cheesy course, fries. of course. They're like really good, like Gouda and all types of fucking cheeses, and real melty. Not just a single type of cheese on well, like, well, and, and you're not drunk as fuck. Well, yeah, so. you're not drunk as fuck, but it's more like so it's, actually it's more like, like a fondue cheese, like like very liquidy and almost like a dip, 
than like than well, like fries the... with melted hard cheese over them. Right. You have the actual like joy of adding the cheese to the fry rather than cheese well, yeah. cheese itself being just completely covered in the fry. And, and your arteries pulling... as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truth. So like I don't know, man. So cheesy fries, ch- uh, fucking nachos, all these things, right? Um, dishes with heavily uh, cheese-elated surfaces to fork or not to fork. That is the question, man. Don't fork, man. Get fingers in there deep. Because, like, right, I feel like... Fingers in, the, in there deep. Fucking little bit of honey mustard just in, might be on the tips. The, I the feel tips like... The so I feel like... I feel like, and I feel like other people might feel. You said too. I feel like eighteen times right there. I, I know I did, but I was still evaluating it as I said. I it. know, but I was perceiving it as a group of people. There's a there's a circle of trust. There's a circle of fork. There's a circle of utensil. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. If there's okay, so the four of us, dude. If I, if me and my beautiful wife Jada face. And you and your beautiful bee are fucking eating together and having dinner. You know, we can We're gonna finger food it. We, yeah. And it's okay because we know, you know. Our fingers have been in the same places a couple times around the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, like, and we know that we're fairly good at like keeping clean. But <laughs> you know. I love how you, <laughs> you know. hold on. I love how you said <laughs> fairly good we're at fairly good. Okay. At okay so we all know. Okay. No, we're definitely. We're all clean. Good. We're all clean. We're all clean. Obviously. But we're fairly good well, at it. Well, with food, we're extremely clean. But. You know, <laughs> you know. So other parts I, were fairly clean. Well, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, want, no. I didn't want to say like we're hundred percent clean because then well, like B and J. But there's a difference. Listen. There's difference between being fairly clean and fairly good at keeping mm. clean. Mm. Like those are two completely different yeah. things. True. I feel like some people like so. I think we're really clean, but yeah. we're fairly good at keeping clean. <laughs> like we get dirty really easy, but then. We like we're so we're we're not we that good, we're not that good at keeping we're not dirty clean. for very long no like ever no but we get dirty Thankfully. really easy <laughs> true kaboom I think a little dirty man I feel like so many of you are gonna relate to that yeah I, I hope I hope so too you just like you try your best and you and clean actually, up and then you just get dirty and I hope with that like yeah man so many things mm. so we're many not angles as, yeah we're human that's right so. So human, <laughs> um, dude. Dirty so hey, how'd your gig go? Yeah, that's why. So I, this was the first big one, right? Full band, like how you guys are been practicing, right? Yeah, good. Yeah, dude. Naked Luck had a gig tonight. Um, we played at the Furkin Tavern. It's so awesome too on GPS because you like punch in the Furkin. Oh wow! For some reason, I thought you guys were at the Waypost. No tavern, but it's okay. We were at the frickin' tavern, and it was super, it was great, man. Um, actually, one of the um, the bookers of the venue was um, in the closing band tonight, so I got to catch a couple of their songs, and then um, uh, 
Naked Luck opened the show, and then it was um, a solo act, and he did great. Um, I forget his last name, but I believe his first name was Sam something. He was a solo guitarist, <coughs> you know, just playing. It was awesome. Good. How'd Good you night. guys do? It was, it was great. <coughs> um, we had kind of like um, the three of us, me, Desmond, and Ian. We had been playing for you know, yeah, we've been playing for probably almost a year now. Right. Almost a year, probably. And then um, Andrew, Leo, he jumped up. He decided, yeah, man. So what does he actually go by? What's like the right one? So in high school, I knew. Yeah, right now. We were all in. He was Andrew forever. Yeah, Andrew Miller. Yeah, but But, now he's Leo. But yeah, now he goes as Leo. So do we, is that like actually what he wants to be called? Or does he just like go by both? Like, does he, do you know? So, So when you saw him, what did you call him today? Tonight at the gig. Did you call him by his name ever? Or do you just go dude, <laughs> man? Dude, I call everybody dude and yo and hey and yo <laughs> and pal and buddy. And, yo, and like, it doesn't give, like, man, I don't know. Is that Maybe a- that's a shitty thing. But it's so funny, too, because I, like, get serious. And, I, you know, I talk, you know, business with people as I'm interacting with people. But then again, like, to me... If I do use your name, like it is like important, almost like my mother uses my middle name when I'm just like in trouble. God, you know what I gotcha. mean? Like, like if we're pals and like we're just like experiencing this good thing together, like so at work. I'm not gonna, okay, so at work, when like you know people you work with, maybe they're in another department or something like that, um, and you like you're going to get their attention. Do you call like you call you use their name, right? Like you like, hey Jeff or Hey Bobby. Yes, definitely. One hundred percent of the time. Okay. Most definitely. So and there but, is a definite distinction because But so what personal, you're trying to get personal relationships, you know what I mean? Like especially with music, like I don't know. I don't know. I just want people to know that they're loved, so I like to use those endearing terms because it is more personal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I make that separation because it is so important to me that people know that, like, I just, I'm there for a reason when I'm playing music with people. You know what so I mean? it's it's funny because at my work, I don't use their names, uh, but I've just made nicknames for everybody. <laughs> That's cool. That and so and so like as long as they're just like. As long as they're not like hating the name, but I'm sure. Well, so like, like, <laughs> like Kyle, most of the time I'm calling him junior. I don't know why I just started calling him junior. I did it the, like, <laughs> like a hey, junior. And like, I feel like he's a little me and it's, it's, it's a, it's a little weird. And you got a junior and he's fine with it, but I call him junior. That's fine. Sometimes I call him <laughs> K-Style because that's the nickname that the other guys in the front gave him. They call him K-Style. Because, like, he that's takes... That's okay. Because he, like, he takes a little longer sometimes. And it's he's new, dude. So, like, you can't expect him to, like, be fast and everything. But, and, like, sometimes <laughs> he, like, awesome. he, like, comes up with his own way to do things that, like, isn't the way that I would do it. And isn't the way that they <laughs> would do it either, but he gets it done. He just does it his own way, and it's a K style. 
So, <laughs> so okay. that's what they call him up front. And like when, when he has a job, they're like, oh, it's a K style thing. Like, <laughs> okay. hey, we're hey, like, what's the status on that truck? Oh, it's K style. Like, gotcha. It's just this thing. And it's not a bad thing, but no. it's, a, it's, it is a thing. So like, <laughs> okay. but so like sometimes I'll call him K style or K, but most of the time or I'm calling him junior. Most of the time I'm calling him junior. Dude. You know, you gotta I do. say dude. I say, I call him dude too. You got to take him out to fucking Burger King and you got to call him BK Junior style. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. what has to happen. You okay. guys got to go out to lunch and be like, yo, Sammy, your sandwich. Okay. So I did. Okay. Another top five of mine. I want to go back to either when the first pizza or when the first sandwich was ever constructed really so okay so and okay can you so, qualify okay, can okay, you okay. qualify these are those? actually okay these will both actually be in the f- top five <laughs> so so they're each their own separate one definitely they can be their okay. own separate one okay so can by, you qualify by bread with, i mean by two, sandwich by sandwich you mean you mean two pieces of bread with condiments and definitely a meat of some kind, some veggies and condiments. Yes, in it definitely has to be some sort of grown thing from the earth, some sort of. Um, there's probably not going to be like a dairy thing in the first. Sandwiches. Dude, there could be cheese. Maybe they've had cheese for a fucking while. No, you're you're right. Actually, I don't know. I still think that the first sandwich probably was never actually like actually like sandwich. You know what I mean? Well, like, but that's the thing is they it, that then I you had to I just wouldn't call it a sandwich. I wouldn't I call know. it a sandwich. Then. You'd have to have the knowledge of actually baking and making. But bread like you said, you would like want to see. That that's what I mean. So you'd want to say the first time an actual sandwich at was made at the time when we had cheese, we had all the stuff. No, maybe not. Do you? So you don't think a sandwich needs cheese? See, I, I guess a peanut butter I and jelly che- sandwich. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I love cheese on a sandwich, but I notice other condiments and co- like. Well, yeah, but you well, can, no, but, it can't but, even be a condiment. Like you can have other like, things like on a sandwich. mayonnaise, mustard, tomato, onions, lettuce. You know, all that good stuff. But that's on a the sandwich. modern day sandwich, man. So you're talking like 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 some like some sautéed peppers, like like what or or what kind of sandwich are you talking about? Like, well, it has to be. I mean, I mean, I would imagine meat of some kind and some sort of vegetable that's a fresher herb or some kind on it as well to lighten up the meat between some fucking crusty bread. Like they were they probably were making like old non leavened bread like um, pita bread. Okay, that's been around for fucking ever because they didn't have leavening agents to make it rise. I'd imagine it'd be so, like a more hearty, thicker like. Like know. a wrap or like some kind of fucking, I don't know, right. like the Greeks have been making fucking euros forever, dude. Uh-huh. And that's like a sandwich, kind of. Mm. The Italians have been doing See, it for a grip of time. I don't time. know, this has really like opened a lot of doors because, I don't know, I don't know the history of bread. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... But man, that no, actually like, okay. Really, so Egyptians have been doing bread mind. for a while. But Egyptians were doing bread. The Sumerians mm-hmm. were doing bread. Mm-hmm. 
They've it's been around for thousands of years. Definitely, yeah. They've Red's you know always been a they've had cultures and and doing doing yeast cultures and figuring out that stuff for Wheat. a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so really. but putting all the stuff together and then going, oh, it's a fucking sandwich, and then it not just being like mm. like. It had to have transformed. It had to have had an actual name too, I guess. Well, right, and that's and what I mean. Like it, 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 it wasn't sandwich. Obviously. No, of you course I mean? it wasn't sandwich. <laughs> yeah, obviously, but of course. But that's, you know, but, like, but what I'm saying is, like, there was a time when they went from just like realizing they could stack a few different types of food on each other, mm. and it would be easier to eat multiple of the same food. Like they, they start, they combine tastes. Mm. They were, and then they they realized they could have three or four different things. In a it meat. had to have also been, I think, but they like it was creating a vessel to get to their mouth. So they're like, okay, we have this like hearty wheat stuff that we can make this mulch out of and let it heat up. Also, this dude, man, they had to have done this super early, dude. They had to have done this, dude. But what? Okay, okay. check this out. No, no, this is getting deeper now because shit happened (laughs) and and we opened a whole another little bit. I might need another beer. They could have never, ever, ever fucking made the pyramids without sandwiches you think they were feeding the workers sandwiches when they were building the giza pyramid the, the great pyramid they're like all right guys sandwich okay. break you guys are hungry oh here here's some okay. fucking the crust is cut and, off and my one thing with the crust that is cut off is like okay the amount of work the amount of okay you know what i mean we don't even <laughs> now we don't even know what the fuck they did okay i know i yeah you're this right it's nuts Okay, no, I mean, so you're right. So how did they still, feed? Okay, we still have to talk about it. We have bro, to speculate. Still, how did? Okay, you're right. You brought up an interesting, an interesting point. Okay, so how did got, they? I'm feed, gonna get there. How did they feed so many Egyptians? No. Okay, it's all about fucking mobility, right? Dude, you can't just build something that big unless you have some sort of outside super fucking power. That's like, okay, what the fuck? This is what do you wait? What, dude? That you make... gotta eat. You gotta eat. Oh, okay, sorry. but that's not an I outside superpower. Uh, well, I mean, like, okay, well, <laughs> dude, you know, no sandwiches, <laughs> dude. Honestly, they, they you, are kind of a superpower. You give me a fucking loaded sandwich with all the fixings, dude, and you can be okay. Dude. But they didn't have. I know they didn't have the stuff <laughs> in three hundred in in a thousand BC. In the in the Egyptian yeah. time, they didn't have like lettuce, dude. They didn't have tomatoes. Yeah, at where they were, those didn't exist yet. Um, I mean, they did in other spots, but they we didn't have those yet. So like, they they had meat of stuff that they could maybe hunt. They had a river they could get some fish, um, papyrus, like th- th- rice. They like they idolize cats. Yeah, no, I know, but but you know they they ate buff like there was some Sahara buffalo things and like they, you know they, but they, they they did it wasn't eaten like this, dude. Like I'm thinking like I think our perception is I don't dude, know. It I mean definitely, all these facts are right there in front of us, but okay. But I'm t- I'm thinking like okay, man, but what the, the hell else happened? A sandwich. Okay, so like think they, they, like like <laughs> it was after people this is like so good. <laughs> it was after people had the ability to have multiple different types of food around them. 
So they were already importing and taking foods and they were discovering fruits and vegetables from the Asian cultures up in the in, in the English area, you know, England areas, the European areas. And they were getting foods exported from places and like they were finding new foods they could grow in Greece. They could finding new foods they could grow in Rome. They all these places could grow climates could grow new and different things. And so all of a sudden they were getting all types of different foods that they had never had before there came the smorgasbord not the actual word itself but the idea of having a a feast from all different types of foods and gather people and look at like and so then it was a symbol of royalty right but then people realized like you're not just like you're not just going out and killing an animal and eating that animal yeah. You're having a bunch of stuff, and if you take a little bit of this and a little bit of this, and you put those two things in my mouth at the same time, True. that is a whole new taste than each one of those things to each by separate. Right? Holy shit! What if I put three things in my mouth okay. at the same time? And so at this time, like they had already had food. There was a bunch of different cultures, and they were already like intermingling. There was trade going on. People were yeah. gathering. It's so, crucial and for so, the sandwich. So bread exist. bread was happening and a bunch of foods at the same time were happening. Somebody went, guys, we are loving the fact that we have all these different foods and if you can put a bunch of them in your mouth at the same time, the flavors can become fucking amazing. What We need a better way. We need a contraption that it, we can also eat that we could use to hold all of this together in one bite. Dude, salad balls. You know what I mean? Dude, we literally rethought a thought. <laughs> so we It's kind of like so we, we sandwiches. You're right. We, we saladized fucking sandwiches so we so we like oh we need we need dude, edible bites of salad that's still a fucking good idea dude <laughs> i'm still not like under enthused i'm about still salad balls fucking stoked okay if about you're salad balls. if you guys if you're if this Jesus. is the f- listeners if Ugh, this is the first there if this is the first episode you're hearing of us welcome to a journey through time and stuff dude and this welcome is, to metallica yeah this is how our episodes usually go. If you've stuck through this long, <laughs> I'm fucking impressed. But go <laughs> hey. go back to episode seven. I want to say it was. Um, I'll tell you in just a second what salad balls was. But go back to one of our earlier episodes. It was uh, um, midweek bazooka salad balls. Yeah, I think was the episode title. Mm. Um, and that was you'll you'll hear about this. But I can't. Yeah, so you're right. Like. The salad ball is basically a bite of a sandwich. What we invented is yeah. like individual bites I hate of a actually sandwich. Like just actually like just saying that because I was kind of the inventor of salad you balls, were. so I can't ever really call it a sandwich because you know it's an individual bite of Dude, sandwich it, bites. Okay, so sandwich it's, bites. It's not wrapped in fucking bread. It's wrapped in vegetables. You're you right. Know what I You're mean? right. You're right. So it can never really. But then again. You're right. You know, but you know what's awesome? You could have them all so wrapped in this bread. Is also, and these salad balls and sandwich bites, dude. This is fun. Two this is products. fun because ratios. But 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 here's the thing. Can we go back to the invention part real quick? So like there was a guy 
they, I mean, they had to have had like bread and someone was like sitting there one night. Maybe, maybe he was like smoking fucking opium. Maybe he was doing something. <laughs> yeah. And he's, and he's like sitting there and looking at like, maybe he was full. He, he had the fucking itis. He got super high. He ate a bunch of fucking food. He, he tried all these tired. different flavors. He's leaning back in his chair and he's like <laughs> staring over to his left at all this fucking food. He's staring at the right at this bin of bread. And he's like, if I took one of those breads and opened it up <laughs> and it moved over. <laughs> you think that's what it was. And ate the vegetables. And then I took that and ate it. That's the invention of the sandwich. And then they, then he's like, <sighs> he took his first bite. And he's like, holy shit, this is blah, blah, blah bread. And it tastes amazing. <gasps> that's a different type of fucking bread. Or that's a pita. And he dumps all the shit out that was in that one and takes them all and puts it in the next kind and takes a bite of that. And then he goes through all the different types of breads. And so someone comes in and he's in the middle of this bread massacre. And they're, they're looking at him and there's half-bitten loaves all over the floor and veggie trail and entrees. And everything's everywhere. And then I would you eat? Invented the sandwich. I have another theory. I would. It's probably better than that piece of shit one. I just no. That out. was fine. No, it was garbage. I loved it. it was garbage. <laughs> Don't lie to disregard me. Disregard what I just said. I, I bet you would fucking go disregard it, wouldn't you? Back in the fucking the fucking pain. Irish. Just, uh, the fucking Irish developed the fucking sandwich. You know he did. So, my theory, dude, in fucking. Probably in battle times, maybe because what oh, battle? Any of them? Okay. <laughs> any of them? It would have had to have been one. No, think about it. But no, like, no, how no. long well, ago? Okay, and I say battle, battle. But I mean, fucking, anytime anybody is stressed out and in a hurry, but still needs fucking food. Basically, this is survival mode. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe the sandwich was created under fucking survival mode. There doesn't need to be a time. Yeah. You just no, need to right. fucking scarf and roll. So if you have fucking bread and you have fucking meat and you have fucking any anything. Yeah, you just tuck them all it, in the same. Oh, plug it up and roll. Uh, you know? Yeah. No, you're right. Maybe. Maybe the sandwich was See, fucking I born you, under fucking distress i I think i think with that with that mentality i'm actually agreeing with you way more than mine like i I was right yours is better i would love to see but it would be a wrap it It would be a wrap first they would have a larger flatter piece of bread they would put all the stuff in it and roll it up versus taking two pieces of bread on top of each other i think that the two pieces on top of each other became the luxury time because that's uns- if you had to move around True. and run around, that's super unstable. They could fall open. <laughs> the wrap yeah. is contained. True. It's easy. It's con- it's and it's stable. You could fucking run with that motherfucker. True. Well, I liked you. So, you kind of mentioned a pocket idea. You could kind of like, like just make pita? like a little hole, like a pita. <laughs> you could just stick your little, you know, stick like this. Stick, stick something in there, st- right in the pita, and then just. Right in the pita. Tuck all the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Right in the pita. But, yeah. You're right, probably. 
I, no, you're right in the sense that it was probably about getting eating quick, having something to go, and they needed to, like uh, for that. Well, mess. that's kind of what I wanted to go with with like building the pyramids and things like that. Like, but I don't think they were making sandwiches. No, it wasn't sandwiches. They were lucky <laughs> if they got but, fucking water. <laughs> Straight up, probably. I don't know, man. Who knows? Ugh. There it goes. I killed it. Look at that. Die. The lava lamps fucking roll. And, um, <laughs> they see me rolling. Lava lamp. All right. We're going with them. Hey, really quick before we hit the third song. Yeah. You wanted me to say this. We're getting old. Yeah. What? We're getting old. Oh, oh yeah. Why you wanted well, me to bring? Oh it up. yeah. Well, we kind of uh, we talked a little bit about the gig, like naked luck and stuff, and just like I don't know. There you was know. something else. You had a point earlier. You wanted me to bring it up. You said it was podcast talk. I brought. You don't remember anymore? No. That's no. okay. It's I not. Kinda, it's probably no, not I do important. a little bit, but it's not probably. Did you already hit it? Is it a little bit? It's okay. been hit. It it was more or less about like you know as you come into age and you like are seeing yourself in a different light as you age too. Um, I don't know, man. Me and you have been part of the same project for a long time, and wanting to like I don't know. We always got to keep going with it, but you got to look at it, you know, like we are getting older. But yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. I think for us, shit. It's not Do you know what I just stop. noticed? It's I'm sorry. Gonna... No, it's okay. I have to say this, Rusty. You're right. I noticed myself say it like four times in a row. What's that? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. This, this, just saying. I don't know. I just noticed myself say it like four times in a row. <laughs> and he had texted me that. As like a criticism of our show. He's like, don't say, I don't know. He says, it makes you sound unsure. Well, I, I kind of am unsure. I would say that's actually what we would like other people to ponder while we say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and not no, actually I, saying I, anything I, negative towards his criticism. Because we probably should be more sure. But I think the fact that we're not scared to say, you know, that... I don't know. I would like to feel comfortable with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're like, dude, give us a critique and talk shit. Like, because you're right. You know, give you're us, right. give us more, you know, like, I don't know. It's much easier to f defend a natural opinion than to try to just comfortably talk about an opinion that you have. Is that crazy? No, no, that's accurate. You know what I mean? Like that's accurate. I, it's, I think it's much easier to be like, oh well, I feel this way because of this and that, and you know, true. Why and how, rather than just be like, oh well, this. I, yeah, this. I want I want you to feel comfortable. Wrong. About what I'm trying to tell you. Wrong. <laughs> this. Wrong. Or there's that. That's the alternative to all of that. To yeah. being anywhere logical or reasoned. Wrong. You know what I'm talking about. I do. Well, and I don't know. You see it most because 
in in social media just period and on Facebook probably because that's how people actually interact most nowadays. So I don't I don't know. I don't tend to play that game a whole lot. And actually, yeah, I don't interact too much online. Yeah. And it's something that I wish I was I doing just more. Spend but all my time promoting us. That's that's all I do, really. Yeah. Well, when you're online, of course. No, that's yeah. good. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking to other stuff, reading other stuff. But uh, yeah, you listen to a lot of podcasts too. But well, um, I'm doing like like that's intaking stuff. But as far as me putting out stuff, yeah, online. Yeah. The only Different interaction, spectrum. the only interaction I do that is me putting out things yeah. is just promoting our podcast. That's all the work I'm trying to do. Right. I'm not. I don't have much for me to say. Like I made a little post tonight about me helping the Noise Boys, and that was cool. But like you know, I do little personal stuff about me putting out stuff, or I'll share a cool. I don't know, but it's so rare. Like I really spend most of my time just like promoting our podcast. Right. That, yeah, I don't know. I do feel like it's it's almost pointless for me to have a personal Facebook anymore, <laughs> kind of. I don't know. It's, maybe it's because I used to do so much more or have, you know, more things going on. Like yeah. Publicly be doing stuff or promoting things. Right. Because that used to be, like, a big part of our lives because, I don't know, as Fighting Silence, like, we really tried to have a gig, like, two gigs a month. Yep. And, you know, when we were here last year with, you know, Naked Luck, we had gigs, too. And, I don't know. It's all exciting, but, you know, as time changes things and you redirect your lives. <laughs> yeah. Different things, uh different things start to matter yeah i don't know it's really stopped me from being socially apt because i don't know i'm not outward is that weird no i what do you think aaron what do i think well you know you know how i used to be i used to be outward and I think I was in a couple other groups and well, stuff. Well, so I I think looked all the time. Here, here's what I think. The media here's, thing. here's what I think, brother. I think that I think I'm just off I, put by the whole thing now. I think I think you're a little I, off put, I've but I also hurt. think I also think you're you're like a puppy. Okay, <laughs> so, so so stick with this euphemism for a second. It might be get, it might get rocky, but I hope I pull it together in the end. So. You are like a puppy who really loved to play. And it was a perfect puppy to play. And it was loving everybody and just running all over the place and fucking having a fun time. And then its feet grew really big. And it got kind of weird to play with. And it got awkward playing around. So things got weird and it just like quit running but then it grew big and it learned how to walk with those feet and it figured it out it figured out the actual lessons and it and it's good now to walk with those big feet and now it's like okay i gotta get used to playing again now that i have all the s- skills as a big dog to play did that not make sense 
No, it was okay. It seems like it was a kind of a mild compliment, actually. But but then, you know, also, I don't know. You're right. Yeah, it. it like was I a think a little bit of upbringing, but then again, also like, yeah, there is that instability. I don't know. Like I think. I've seen a I've seen you change in a big way as a person. I've seen you grow who you have who you are now versus who you were three years ago when you moved here. Yeah. As as an overall just like your personal outlook on life and the place at which you approach life from is vastly different than before. And I see your overall, like, your reflection, your, like, what you put out mm. is much more positive now. True. I feel the, 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 the approach you have to the world, to everybody, to your friends, is a much more positive, you come at it from a much more positive side. Definitely. Because I think there's less judgment true and that's because i probably don't actually get on social media i think it affected me a lot i i think so and and no no but i think that now that you have that you've stepped away from the social negative before either it was not that it was negative before it's just more positive now true because i don't not that it wasn't positive it's just more positive now but you have but now that you have this like this place, this platform you're on now to, st- to start from, I think you could like approach it more. I think you could approach it from a new spot. And like you just have to be, I don't know, stepping back. I just think that you need to be, you need to own you and who you are and be okay with when you say the stuff that is you Some stuff might get said that, like, some people <laughs> might not want to hear what you have to say. Oh, dude. But it's I'm who you are. But you know crazy. what I, but, but that's what I mean. <laughs> and it's like, it's who, that's what I mean. You, you, you are who you are. And I think that, like, I see you being very, very polite. Like, like. You're, you're you're being you're I'm being always polite no, no, until pragmatic. I'm super being, raw and no, then kind of I mean. funny. You're, be, you're being pragmatic yeah. about the situation. Mm-hmm. You are. You're being you're being very. I'd rather upworthy. not say anything. That's that's what I mean. That's what rather I mean. Than just be like, oh, but, are we really gonna argue? Not worth my time. But I don't have time. Well, for I that agree. Shit but like to for, argue, so many people want to argue. But I mean, like, yeah. like you know, I'm not like. I don't know. I don't know. I cuz I know like you want to do stuff to like promote the show. Yeah. But well, you everything really. But, but 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 did you promote everything to talk about you, to talk about who you are? I know you want to do that. Well, I just feel like it's like all or nothing because you don't want to just Gotcha. Like, you know what I mean? Well, it's either like either like you're there or well, here, or like, as yourself. The more or important like, thing is do you need it? Yeah. Well, do, do you I feel personally like personally don't do you feel do you feel, feel, like feel help my project? So, yeah, it's important. But I don't know. Right. OK. So, I, I mean, you know, that's, there are parts of me that just kind of like want to delete all my personal profiles and just like be me- uh, members of all like, you know, the groups that and, you know, promote all the groups. Obviously, we can't. We do. but Right. You know. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, well, I mean, me and you know everybody, the same people. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, but, but, but how we show up on people's feeds is different. Yeah. What priority we have on other people's feeds is way different than within each other. So, like, like we release this podcast, I share it. It's only so many people see it as, a, like, a priority thing on their feed. If they see my feeds a lot and maybe they've clicked on a couple of things and they like my posts, the same people who like your posts or stuff on you don't like mine mm. at the same time. You know, it's so awesome, though. Aside What's that? from that real quick. Yeah. Dude. We have a fair amount of downloads from this alone, actually. And like, I don't think a lot of them. I don't know. Some of them are Facebook, but a lot of them are friend of a friend or. Yeah. Kind of things. Yeah. Or I don't know. It's not a lot of actually like I don't think it's a lot of uh, like I don't know. It's I don't a know. couple family members. It's a couple family members or a couple of our personal friends, but there's a bit of them that aren't our friends. Yeah. That aren't people we know. Right. Which it's is just awesome. Kind of been random clicks throughout. Right. Whatever. But that's the me that's how the thing is like But they like, stuck. But but like I've gotten a couple people like have liked me as a friend mm. on Facebook because of the podcast. Like have oh add like, hey, hmm. like I I notice them from podcast groups and like, you know they just like you know want to be my friend like I think that being out reaching out to those people we're talking to them, like this is you right. talking to them so online I hope from other people's perspective and they're just like you know what when I post a status and a couple people only say it or like it or agree with me like. You know what I mean? Maybe it's because only five people saw your stuff. <laughs> you know, right? I mean? Or you know what I mean? Don't get too discouraged because that's how that's the boat I was in. But or that's I, the thing. I probably like, still am in. But that's the but thing. Like for me, really is like, like I'm not. I'm not personal. Like, I'm like, not like that's kind of what I'm telling you. Like is like don't be discouraged because like yeah. we're dude we're we're talking to people and like literally we know that people in Thailand are listening to us. Yeah, we know that people in Australia really are listening to us. So uh-huh. like, so like if you get out there and you as Jason Smith and me as Aaron are promoting our podcast and we're like, Hey guys, check this out. Like we're being us telling those people mm-hmm. in there who are listening to us like, Hey, we're doing this. Hey, we're this pe- we're this person that matters. That's what matters. Getting those people to listen. And then they're going to tell their friends and their friends and like, We'll become those people to the rest of the fucking world. And that's a reality, dude. Like, that's a real fucking reality. Mm-hmm. If, but we have to put ourselves out there. Like I was saying before, right before the podcast started, we are our own brand. Yeah, true. Our and voices actually, and what we're doing is a brand. And if we want to promote a brand, it, but the thing is, it's us. Like yeah. it's who we are. It's our, it's our Facebook profile. It's our Twitter profile. It's our like, it's, it's those things. It's our brand. And the only way we're ever going to sell this fucking brand is if we like, <laughs> I mean, shove it down people's throats, dude, just poop it in their faces. I don't know. Give them little fucking, I don't know. We'll give them little we're working bazooka on it. bits. That's what I mean. We're working on it. We're gonna fucking we're, yeah. We we you know we got some cool things in the works for the we show. Do. Too. We do. We're figuring out some some more organizational stance like stuff. Yeah, and, not only with the show but like outside community stuff. Yes. And 
we yeah we have some cool plans to um yeah organize some fairly cool i don't know hopefully citywide maybe yeah who knows gathering sec cool stuff if if anything i don't know we'll let you in on it let's in, uh in time once it gets a little further along let's fire up this fucking third song bad chicken leper messiah Oh, fuck. Well, I caught the end of that song, too. Man, I just having bad drops all day. Here you go.
Holy shit. That song is a fucking ripper, man. The whole song, just pounding it in your face, aggression, thrash, metal up your ass, <laughs> fucking Metallica. <sighs> I will never, I will never get tired of that shit. I will never get tired of their music. Every album they've put out, I like. <laughs> Every, I mean, everything, man. Yeah, you're all a true fan. You've all been there it. from, I don't know. Well, you are. I, I haven't mean, been there from the beginning. I've been there from the beginning. Back and recap. Let's say this: I've you been the, the beginning. If 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 spirits are were are real, then I have one. And I was born in '86, the same time Master Puppets came out. So I've been in spirit with them since '86. But that's the horse shit. So I've just. I I don't know. Like I said, I came I came into knowing who they are probably right around right after Black Album came out. 91, yeah. 92, 93. Somewhere in there. When you were a youth. Yeah. I think the f- yeah, somewhere in there. Definitely by third grade I was mentally Dude, fan. honestly, man, when I was like when I was that young, I knew like all of um, God damn, what's that fucking Alphabet Soup, that song, whatever that is. Oh, like uh, a, Shirley Temple. Right. I, I knew that. Like, Animal uh, Crackers in, in My, my soup. soup. Yeah, like I knew that song. I knew like, um, God dang, there's a fucking, that book, that fucking awesome dinosaur book that has like the music with it. I don't know what that is. Um, I, I don't know. I knew like I knew music associated with. I don't know. It wasn't like a. I don't know. There was never a specific band when I was that young that I was like really drawn to, but I don't know. I also, um, man, <laughs> when I was a kid, Steve is Curtis Chapman. Christian artist. He was on the tape deck a bit. Yeah. And um I don't know, man. I definitely learned a good bunch of good classic rock stuff too. Of course. When I was a youngin. But um yeah, certain people stick out. <laughs> okay. Dude, did you hear about you were lucky to get that fucking early hard fucking hard rock yeah i was yeah i was listening to like by the time i was 10 i was listening to pantera mm-hmm. by the time i was 10 i don't know i feel like i megadeth anthrax yeah iron maiden see i don't know Black if i Sabbath. i don't know if i could have got i feel like i don't know i could have probably I could have got a hold of some of that stuff when I was a kid. I don't know. My dad was a DJ. So we had a lot of music. That's cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Did you hear? I loved all the music too. There's a reason why I'm a musician. You know. So All of it except, except country. Yeah, but you, gr- yeah, yeah, but you, I don't know. You grow up and your t- 
tastes change in music too. I don't know. You kind of progged out. You still like the same kind of music as you did when you were a kid. I I still like it, but I don't listen to it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I found? My you know what I did the other day though. Mm. I I went because like I I went through and I went back and I was I like. I, I put on the other day at work and I put on into like a 2000s like kind of grunge a post grunge rock playlist and like like Nickelback and like Stone <laughs> Temple Pilots yeah and Pearl Jam and you know fucking <laughs> like Candlebox yeah and like those kind okay. of bands uh, fucking uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, mm-mm. fucking, and just kind of nerded out on some of that shit for a while. Creed my. that I just hadn't listened to in a while from that time of my life, but yeah, dude, I don't listen to much of that yeah at all anymore. I just, mm-hmm. I really just listen to Prague. Yeah, is there's because there's so much of it, mm-hmm. and like that's the music I want to play. Yeah pretty sure of it so like there's so much prog out there so many different bands doing so many technical things pushing boundaries of music in so many ways and in time signatures and keys and movements and like sound effects and all that stuff that like i'm just trying to keep up Mm. catch up to all the shit i've missed you know i'll be i'll be looking on reddit and searching stuff and all of a sudden there's this fucking these I see these memes like I'll be on prog sites and stuff like that and see these memes pop up of like cover art and there's a bunch of people making like fun of like these album covers or like you know making memes about them like okay there's a joke about this and it's all like I'll find out oh this is a band of like this thing or like that's where I came across the band Porcupine Tree and like (laughs) they're really fucking good dude Yeah, and like never heard them before but people just make kind of make fun of them, but not really make fun of them. They're just kind of like a quote unquote, like, I don't know, emo prog kind of thing. But I don't know. The music's really fucking good. Yeah. A little bit like a, like a lighter Opeth. Yeah. Um, but hmm. I don't know, man. It's just, there's so much to keep up with and so much of it to listen to. And like it, this, the other thing is, is like the songs themselves aren't just like a single listen song. None of them are. So <laughs> to really understand the music and what's happening and like get to know the song, you have to listen to each song 10 fucking times, 15 times to really like get the song and be able to hit all those fucking yeah. changes and, you know, know them when, when they're seven minutes long, when they're eight minutes long, when they're 10 minutes long and they have, four different bridges and you know 16 different time signatures or it just like it it takes a while Mm. to get to know them like writing them i don't know yeah Uh, so so i just devote in a sense when you have to memorize them or well i don't have to i just i make myself i make myself memorize yeah i want to be able to feel like i want to feel i want to be able to like have muscle memory to recall what a, like, just write off what a 7-8 beat would feel like. Mm. Or, you know, 
what a fucking five four beat would feel like. Oh yeah. Like so I just, you know, try to cut, find those things out in song. You, I know you do the same. Definitely. Searching for time signatures, searching for oh, yeah. fields, searching for mm-hmm. those, how they get that thing to resolve in yeah. itself. One of the friggin' main, uh, I don't know, strategies that I do when I warm up and stuff is I just, like, count off a beat of three, and then I count off a beat of four. You know, so I'll play, like, a beat of one two three one two three one two three four one two three four one two three four five one two three four five you know yeah so it sounds like you know wow he's just counting but when i'm thinking of that i think about well every time i count a one even though i'm counting for the first two measures of a one two three one two three i'm gonna go one two three with and every one i'm gonna hit my foot and for the kick, and then every three, I'm gonna hit the snare. So one, two, ka, one, two, ka. You know. One, then three, one, two, ka, one, two, so cut, one, for two, the one, cut. two, three, four, I'll do the exact same thing, but I'm gonna add actually, the four. Yeah, and I will add the four, and then I'll actually hit my foot on the one and the three. So it's like boom, boom, or boom. I don't know. It's hard to do actually because I'm, I'm not boots, quite the guns. you know. Yeah. And then yeah. boots and cats and boots and cats. Boots and cats. Boots and cats. <laughs> I don't know. And then on a on a four four beat, it's just one two three, and then you hit the snare on the three, you know. And then for a five beat, I actually like to hit the snare on the three and the five. One, nice. Two cool cat. You know. I don't know. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. We'll go through that. It'd be fun to actually record like a little sequence of that. Just be like, hey, this you is guys, what it sounds we, like. We talk about time signatures a lot, and this is a stupid little thing that I do sometimes. Yeah, but yeah, we could do know. that. It's not outside of us. No, we could handle that for shows. <laughs> it's not inside of us either. I wish it was. Sometimes <laughs> make things easier. Dude, did you hear? <laughs> did you hear about NASA's announcement? Did you read <laughs> any of that? Ugh, yes, I had quite the quite the ordeal about that throughout ripples of my life actually but that's okay really (laughs) yeah man so many people in like wanted to speculate about the seven planets that had the same atmosphere basically well they don't know what the atmosphere i I didn't actually read i literally got the fucking aftermath i heard about this like big fucking awesome NASA announcement. I had all these plans to read it. And then by the time, like I was working when they actually were doing everything yeah. for it. Yeah. And then by the time I had heard about it, I was already blasted with all this crap that I was like, fuck man. I just like had to just be like, okay, <laughs> damage control. Like, you know, so I don't know. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a really cool discovery. It is fucking cool. So they don't know what kind of atmospheres they have yet. Yeah. But here's what we know. You're right. Here's what we know. I don't know. Because I don't fucking know. Right. So here's what we know. This is cool. And then we'll, okay. we'll, we can speculate on how cool it is after I'm this. learning this with everyone. Yes. So <laughs> if you haven't heard, NASA announced that there is that we have a, a star system that is about 40 light years away, 39 point something light years away, which is really fucking close, dude. So 
I mean, I mean, in in respect to space, okay, in respect to like how far away things in space are, thirty nine light years. I say I know, but honestly, like (laughs) thinking about that is like, yeah, never. Yeah, yeah, you never gonna fucking know. No, you know, you won't. You won't. (laughs) None of us will ever know. So take this astronomically based thirty nine light years is nothing. Okay, so it's called the Trappist One system, and it's because Trappist is the name of the satellite. Or I mean, is the name of the telescope on Earth that we saw this with, and so NASA was able to have look like access to this thing for like twenty days straight, okay? And we we monitored the solar system, and what what they do is they look at the sun, and they see how many blocks it has in front of it, like when a when a planet would pass between our telescope and that sun orbiting around it we would be able to monitor like how fast the planets go around it. Well, we noticed a lot of like blocks around the sun. And so after monitoring this for the thing and doing all the calculations that they do with physics, thanks Newton. Um, we, we figured out there are in fact seven planets orbiting around this red dwarf sun. So the sun is like a 10th of the size of our sun. Damn. It's very small. Yeah. Um, And it's putting out like not near the heat of our sun either. Gotcha. But it's very dense. And so all the planets, so all the planets are orbiting. The the furthest planet out that's orbiting the sun is 0.6 AU. So an AU is an astronomical or um, astrological unit is what they call it. Gotcha. So at what and that is a distance of measurement that mm-hmm. we equate the distance from the sun to Earth. Exactly is one AU. At that's ninety one ninety two or ninety three million miles. Ninety three million miles. So that's one AU. So the furthest sun out, the furthest planet out from the sun is point six AU. All seven planets are between. Venus and the sun's distance. There's seven planets. The The closest planet to the sun is 0. 0.01 AU. It is, a, it is nine, 9 million miles from the sun. 9 million miles from the sun. Okay? That's closer than Mercury is to the sun. And, yeah. and Mercury is fucking burnt to a crisp by our sun. Damn, but it's be- still rolling. But because the sun is so small and not uh, that hot because yeah. it's a red dwarf, they're all very close Do to it. Do you think there's... Okay, so this is crazy talk. Heat. Think about on the bacterial level of how things grow. Oh, because they're so close, they're Do you getting- think that this would create like a smaller... A uh, humanoid esque figure. I don't know if I don't think I. I think because they're think so close. Is silly. I think I think because of the 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 relative size of the the sun itself, the star itself, all the planets. Well, are they're so generalize? close. They're so close, but they're all within the same size of Earth. Okay, mm. so so of the seven planets, three of them are in the Goldilocks zone of that star. So there's there's there's. Uh, pla- so there's it's it's like um, Trappist A is the star, 
Trappist B, C, and D are the three most inner planets. And they're saying that those are too close to the sun to actually be able to support life they're supposing. But they could support life if their atmospheres were thick enough. Because the sun isn't that hot. That's the thing. But, so, the, the, then there's Trappist E, which is their guessing, or Trappist E, F, and G, which are the three planets in the Goldilocks zone. And they're guessing F is probably the best planet. It is 1.01 times the size of Earth. So it is like a hair bigger than Earth, but they can tell because of the effect it has and the wobble it creates on the other planets as they pass in front of the sun. They can tell that it has a mass lighter than Earth's mass. So while it's the same size as Earth, it's a little less dense than Earth, meaning grav- we would weigh a little less on that planet. So all the fucking fat-ass motherfuckers on Earth would get a little bit more ankle support. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so 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 <laughs> e, e, planet E is a little bit smaller, and then planet G, the one right out, is... The g is planet. Is, is 1.13 times the size of Earth. So it's a pretty bit a little bit bigger than earth nice. but but those all three are in the, the goldilocks zone from what they know and then there's planet gh which is pretty far out but that's the further point six out but so they were saying that if you were on planet f okay if you're on trappist f okay. and you were looking at the sun from that planet it's so close that the sun would be 10 times the size of our sun in the sky <sighs> It'd take up the whole damn sky. Yeah, 10 times across, okay? And so then they were saying, but at any time you could see any other planet. If it was from, so what? so they were saying, if inside you, the zone so, of the, Dude, they're so close. Okay, they're so fucking close to each other that if you were on Trappist F and you were looking at Trappist E or Trappist G, in the sky, they would be twice the size of our moon. You'd be looking at a planet twice the size of our moon in the sky, and every and you single could see, planet, and you but yes, but so from or a good portion, no, of but them. from any planet in the solar system, you could see every other planet if they were within your view line of the planet, yeah, and and you bigger and them. and bigger than just a blip and a star, like when we see Mars, yeah, no, no, we're talking about you're seeing them relative size to the size of our moon. At any time you could at, at, theoretically you could be at a position where you're looking and you're seeing the sun and okay and also from most of the planets Dude, this the, might be the most beautiful as fuck from most of the planets in the Goldilocks zone the sun would be pink they can tell by fucking refractal rays from the, some of the planets they could tell that they were guessing because it's a red dwarf it's selling. a red dwarf so they're it's a red star selling. so they they would say Okay, so you would see this giant big pink sun in the background, and then theoretically between the sun and your planet looking at the sun, you could see three or four other planets just orbiting across, some the size of a marble, some twice the size of our moon in your sky. You could see, dude, and just planets orbiting by some of them could have rings or another they could have moons themselves they're suggesting and this because it's all dense super compact fucking but they they could like they're prime suspects of planets of what we would expect to support life and they're 39 light years away so check this out if it's you so funny if you were it, to travel 
at half the speed of light, it would take 75 years to get there. That's how wow. close that's how close they are. That ain't bad. I mean, half the speed of light. <laughs> right. Wow. That's, that's fast as fuck. That's incredible. But but soon that, that's just a perspective. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the next Right. Who knows? Right, but you can't really but put they're a there. time frame on but, that but, sort of thing. Well, no, no, there's no time frame. But the thing is, is we're getting ready to put out our long-range telescope. They're getting, what's the name of that fucking telescope? NASA's getting ready to launch the biggest, like the best telescope that we've we've created yet. And it's, it, and it's a high-orbit telescope. So, like the Hubble orbits at about like a thousand miles above the Earth. Pretty low-range mm-hmm. orbit. Um, they're gonna put this thing out like a million miles away from Earth, pa- past the moon, and it's still in Earth's orbit, but it's the very edge of orbit. And so, what they're gonna do is they put it way out in orbit, way out in outer space, where it gets locked, like it gets in this tidal lock zone between the gravity of a couple things and it stays in this area. And because it's out there, we can orient, like it will always stay in the same spot and like, kind of like the moon is tidally locked. It will stay, but way out there. And they figured this out with math and gravity, gravitational waves and all this stuff. But so they can take this telescope, shoot it out a million miles out into space and then stop it in space. And it'll get into the fucking gravity pool of there. Yeah. And then it'll stay there a million miles out and orbit our our earth and we'll have control of this thing a million miles away and from out there it's it is out of the interference of any of the magnetic waves of our earth it's in, out of the interference of anything else the light pollution from the reflection of the sun off of our earth anything and we're going to be able to get some of the best fucking views of space. You know how they did it. <laughs> You want to know how they did it? I, I want to know how they did it. Fucking Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They literally like a million miles out. Fucking million mile out. They just, they just Bluetooth. Bloop, 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 slid bloop. up, slid up that iPhone, hit the little Bluetooth button, and sure enough, we got fucking satellite images a million miles outside of Earth. Fucking the but, best but we've so ever we're, had. But so the the cool thing is, is for the first time, <laughs> for the first time, not only are we going to be getting the great views from deep outer space, super way deeper outer space than we've ever been able to see before, the first mission of it is going to be looking at this now. It's going to get out there and look at this fucking thing because we're going to be able to actually see planets and shit with this mm-hmm. fucker. It's only 39 light years away, dude. We're going right. to be able to see some shit. That means, that means we're only... what Everything that we're seeing is 39 years behind us. True. Or ahead That's, of us. 39 years ahead of well, us. So so it's not like... so. I mean, so insane. I mean, so the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, is like... We're looking at this stuff. Their third, the what we're seeing happening is thirty nine years after it's already happened at, for them. So unless that all of the planets have been destroyed in the last thirty nine years, they still exist. That's the small caveat with this. They could have all been destroyed, but the light is still getting here of their destruction. 
and it's going to take 39 years for the light to get here. Yeah, that's <laughs> just like... So that's possible. But as far as we know, they exist right now. It's so crazy just thinking about perspective. Right. And how much energy it would actually take if those would destroy. And like... Yeah, the amount of light it would create, and the fact that it don't matter. <laughs> we can't see space it. Space is fucking <laughs> space, and you ain't gonna get around space. No nope. shit blew up, and it's that far away. You ain't gonna fucking see it for thirty nine years. <laughs> That's, That's right, crazy dude. man. Isn't it fucking wild? <sighs> man, I feel like I feel like space is just like the ultimate life lesson. Dude, a hundred percent. It is the unforgiving bitch of the universe, dude. Like, it gives no fucks. A beautiful quote. A beautiful quote. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, the universe is in by no way under any obligation to make sense to you. Believable. Actually, yeah, correct. <laughs> but yeah so there's a solar system 39 light years away 40 light years away that uh has seven planets about the size of earth three of them in a pretty fucking damn good habitable zone um and it's insane to think about size difference and the energy in which their yeah. source is different from ours right you know right know. and then so some now now here the, the the one of the big fears is that some of them will be tidally locked like the moon is to us so we only see one side of the moon the whole time so gotcha. so so one of some of those planets could be tidally locked to the sun so one side of the planet would always face the sun and it'd be hot on that side one side would never face the sun and it would be fucking freezing on that side because it would never get heated by anything. Yeah. So the only places on those type of planets, if they had good ozones, the only places we could habit, inhabit on those is the edge of the planet between where the sun is right. barely shining a and sliver. there's dark on the other side. So like a like sliver. the halo, the like the equator of the planet between the yeah. light side and the dark side, there there'll be like a 10, 15 degree zone in which the temperature will be like pretty hot on one edge of it to colder on the other edge, you know, like Phoenix to Alaska. Yeah. That range. But it'll only be in the middle of the planet. People won't venture to the sun side. People won't venture to the snow side. It'll be like, I don't know. It'll be like Waterworld, but not. No, <laughs> no, bad analogy. They, dude, It'll, there could be one of those. Could be a heavy water world, dude. Yeah, yeah. I guess it could be actually. One of them could be. Heavy water. The Crazy. Whole, the yeah. whole middle could be water. That's what I mean. And then the backside could all be ice. There could, and then the front side. Oh, I don't know. Who knows? It could all be just vaporous gases that happen to clump well, and no, all be it, moisturous it, 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 it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't be that intense of a difference of it would just like it would be just i mean half a back half of the planet yeah most of it would be there'd be a huge ice cap on the front but i i don't think i think if there was a water planet it would be a planet in the goldilocks zone one of those planets would be a water planet and it would have to not be tidally locked it would have to have its own axis 
and spin on its own axis to have Definitely. to have water like if that. it was mostly to have water. oceans to have oceans it would have to have its own axis it couldn't be tidally locked mm-hmm. like the moon is or well, it, it I would, wouldn't say it could have standing oceans. water no I'm saying uh, to have big oceans like our planet mm-hmm. to be we're we're seventy percent water yeah. So to be any more yeah. water than us, it would no, have we to have good its, representation. It would have to have its own axis. Yeah, <laughs> it would have to have its own axis. No, you're right. And yeah, the back half. I don't know. It would always be spinning. It would just have its own. It would just spin. I guess there's plenty of cold planets. <laughs> yeah, dude. Any planet farther out than <laughs> us is a cold planet. Right. Mars is developing its own fucking um, rings. So it has its moon Phobos. Mars's moon Phobos uh-huh. is starting to break up. It's 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 uh di- the the orbit is um what do you call it going in, it's it's anyway it's it's falling into the into Mars's gravitational field. It's slowly getting sucked into Mars, and so they're saying that within the prob the next like well, seventy million years, <laughs> it's gonna have Mars will have rings. Because Phobos will come into it, and as soon as the gravity gets too intense, they're guessing Phobos isn't a very structurally sound moon. It's kind of lopsided and not Mm. really formed very round, and it'll break apart and turn into dust. And they're already seeing like elements of particles of of, uh, like when asteroid or meteors and asteroids hit Mars and hit Phobos and chunks break off, they're already seeing them start to, an accretion disk starting to form around Mars and it's starting to develop rings. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so it might be an inner planet with rings like a Saturn type of deal. (laughs) That'd be neat. Right? For a little friggin... Mars with rings. A little Martian ring. Yeah. I don't know. That was cool. Science space talk. In our lifetime, Always. we could figure, <laughs> dude. In our for real, in our lifetime, we could figure out that there is other planets, travelable distances away, in a couple. Of, in a, it might take a hundred years to get there. Right. Might but, take a generation, two generations, three generations, whatever right. it takes. Really, like, but. Hopefully we do it. But we awesome. in our lifetime we could figure out that there's other planets with life on. All we have to do, dude, for real, if if we can get a good enough view of those planets from that the new telescope we're launching in deep space, if we can get a view from that thing good enough on those that we can go, oh my god, there's methane. There's oxygen, nitrogen, and methane in their atmosphere. If we know those three things exist, then there's life on that fucking planet comparable to ours. Mm. Period. Period. Those three those three gases. And then from there on, we just have to get there. Yeah. Fucking A. All right, man. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Hell of a podcast. We really have a lot more to talk about all these things. We're going to hit them. Bazookas. We'll get them. They're em. coming to you guys. That's Fresh true. to your faces. We love you all. Yep. Thanks it's for been, tuning in. Yep. It's been another journey through time and stuff. Woo! Yeah, yeah. And... Oh, I'm, uh, 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 I'm uh, done. Good night. Uh, 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 uh,